sing for the path of twisted thorn, to praise and mimic the sun of morn. I'll come and stretch for glory high, then fall in flames struck from the sky. Sing for the shadows with many a voice, come cast your pity for they with no choice. How tragic a fall when they were outcast, these poor souls who sins are now in the past. Come sing a ballad for the souls of the damned, sing for their failings so greatly unplanned. They swam in dark waters where all lights will fail, and now their voices join the shadows in a torturous wail. Come sing for the hubris that consumes all men's eye. It leads them to trouble, to choke on their pride. With awe and wonder of a sickening glee, sing for these fools and their tortures that be. Sing for the path of twisted thorn, to praise and mimic the sun of morn. O oh, come to the land of darkness and vast, come to the land where the shadows long last. everyone, and welcome to the show here on a dark and lovely summer evening. I'm Marina, the host with the most, and definitely not a ghost. With me is the ever-attentive and paranoid producer of this nighttime program, Blaine. How are you all doing tonight? Enjoying the warm weather? I hope so. It's a delight out there even with all those rose vines popping up across our delightful little burg. Anyways, I have a public service announcement. So let's skip with formalities and dive straight in. Sheriff Hawthorne would like me to remind everyone to be careful with the small mushroom people who have recently appeared Westlake Park. Sure, they are very cute, being plushy mushroom caricatures that are around the size of a small cat, but they are also delicate, both physically and emotionally. Please do not attempt to manhandle them, toss them around, or cuddle too tightly. They may be adorable, friend-shaped little things, that does not mean that they can handle the full weight of your hugs. Also be careful when talking to these lovely creatures. Use soft, gentle tones of voice as they are anxious little things that simply want to make friends and have a great time. Feel free to talk with them, play with them, but be careful and gentle in whatever you're doing. These little creatures are kind and compassionate, sentient fungi that are capable of love and friendship. 
there's so much potential to all they can be. Oh, and also, the red one is a drug dealer. Sometimes illegal, but mostly safe pharmaceuticals and herbal remedies for an affordable price. I got some pretty good allergy pills from it the other day after playing a quick game of hopscotch in a $5 bill. Haven't had pollen issues since. So, yeah, be kind to our new friends down at Westlake Park. And if you see the red one, tell the police. They're kind of searching it down for the whole selling illegal substances thing. Even if it is in tiny mushroom-sized doses. Yeah. We've experienced quite the shakeup in the city after recent election results. There has been a lot of debate and paperwork to handle. It's been a very confusing time for all of us, but that's okay. It's fine. Sometimes things happen that we don't expect, but that doesn't mean we can't make it work. I might not have been running for mayor, but I still accept the position all the same. So far, there's been a few meetings, some paperwork, and a couple of secret mayoral rituals that I'm not at liberty to fully discuss with you. It's a weird transition to be sure, but I'm doing my best to make it all work while also fulfilling all of my nighttime radio duties. Does this mean that my schedule is busier than normal? Yeah, but hey, it's alright. I'm doing alright. I mean, I didn't need that much sleep anyway. Some people are demanding a recount, but I don't know if that's a good idea. There are many factors at play here, and politics are so complicated. So don't worry about it too much. We just need to focus on our community. As long as we stick together as a community, Working to build a better future and all that, things will be fine. Now then, why don't we take a little break so everyone can mentally and emotionally adjust to their fine new reality? It's not like we have any other choice, okay? Alright? Alright. I'll talk to you soon. How do I describe the way I feel when you've taken my breath away? How do I begin to move when you already feel like home? None of it matters as we move past a day. I won't save the future, the sad little poem. You came in like fire and twisted my life. We danced wild and free in a world of our own. But it wasn't enough to keep us from strife. I won't save the future with a sad little poem. She gave you the life that I never could, no matter how hard I tried to hold on. You found your own heart to be understood, and I'm left dangling with the life that's gone. It hurts so much to be here alone, but I won't save the future with a sad little poem. 
Life gets rough. But it is what it is. Pepsi Cola. And welcome back. Are we feeling better now? Good. It's important to take time to process your big, complicated emotions. Otherwise, they could get out of hand and cause you to do some impulsive things that other people have to clean up. But what would I know about that? I'm just the type of person that's used to having my thoughts and opinions pushed to the side. Anyways, things are really lively at the station as of late. After getting over his failed election campaign depression, Darian has really thrown himself back into work. On top of his regular mail delivery duties, our dear sweet garbage bear has been stepping in to handle paperwork, organize files, and even clean the bathrooms. And although his handwriting is terrible, things are getting done. And things are looking great here around the station. Although I will admit that I'm missing a couple of things that I thought I hid away. It was just an old notebook I was saving for something. Hmm. Oh well, hopefully it'll turn up soon. On the bright side, the backlog of paperwork is done. The archives are organized, and the break room is especially clean. This one isn't related to Darian, however. It was Rex's doing. He's been staying at the station for the last couple of days to really get things settled and organized with his show. Without Jack, Rex has had a lot of work pile upon him. So it's been a lot of busy, long, and sleepless nights. Well, except for right now. Apparently, a friend heard about his plight and offered to bring over some food he cooked for Rex. So there was a frantic cleaning session, some brief panic, and now Rex is cuddling with the man on the break room couch while they stream that vampire romance movie on the TV over there. What was that movie called again? It's about the girl who moved to a small rainy forest town to live with her estranged father while a bunch of supernatural stuff is going on. You know, the one where it turns out the single father doctor of the small town is a vampire, along with his adopted vampire children. Then the girl's dad, who is the sheriff, has to team up with the vampire doctor dad to defeat his ex-wife, who is raising an evil army of vampire zombies to destroy the town. Along the way, the dad falls in love, and the girl makes a bunch of new friends and lives a normal life. What was it called again? Twilight? Yeah, I think it was Twilight. Anyway, those two are cuddled close together and having a good time. Overall, it's a good day to be here at the station. Everything is working smoothly as pieces fall into place. Now then, why don't we move on to something useful? Like traffic. A broken mirror in a forgotten room. What once was home, now only a tomb. A broken heart walks through what should be home. Yet there is no meaning to one so alone. Torn and twisted, 
in paths of grief, this desperate heart searches far for relief. But what will come when all hope is lost? You know what you want, but are you willing to pay the cost? Huh? This doesn't seem- hold on. Oh! <laughs> Silly me. This is not the right one. I had the paper upside down. Here, let me just fix that. Okay, let's try this again. Rippling rivers of rain roar across roads and rivers of refreshing rejuvenation. All across our arid area, appreciations are aired. Please packs of people pile in parks and public places to participate in a precipitous party. Joyful jokes and jests jiggle just as we all settle into the comfortable now. Traffic is blocked from Cheery Lane all the way up into Sparrow Crossing. As the rain falls down, many people have abandoned their cars and are out and about in order to celebrate the new precipitation. So be careful out there. And this has been Traffic. What a lovely day to be out and about in the city. The rain is falling down, the election posters have been cleared, and even now, all the new thorny vines continue to bloom with beautiful roses. Honestly, it's a fantastic day. Even with everything going on in the world outside, there's still a lot of beauty to be found. It's a beautiful night, and I'm honored you all spent it right here with me. We get so wrapped up in so many things going on around us. It's nice to just take a moment to breathe. No matter what the future holds, or what the past may seem like, we are here. We are in the now. What a remarkable thing. There are so many people out there that don't get to have this moment. We are so very lucky. Remember that. Now then, I think there's a poem on my desk to read, so why don't we take a look at it? The world exists as an endless storm of frost and snow. I hide who I am in order to live. For within me sits a truth that many don't know. It's fragile in the pains that the storm will give. How long has it taken to build the walls? There are cracks in the shelter it gives. Still it's been my home from the world's many calls. It is where the inner self shall live. But time draws short and the walls are falling. I'm exposed to the storm once again. And all around, so many are calling. Do I face them now, or wait for an end? The shadows within can only hide for so long. Now the shelter is broken, and the mask is gone. Very lovely. A bit on the melancholic side, but a nice poem all the same. It reminds me of something. Almost like... 
well, I guess it doesn't matter too much. This has been your poem for the evening. I hope you all enjoyed it. We are moving fast through the broadcast and losing people along the way, apparently. Mike has stepped out of the office to go get something from the archives, and it appears that Darian has gone with him. Sad. It was nice having him in here. Very helpful, too. I'm not sure what about half of the buttons on the soundboard do, so it's really helpful having someone here to handle that. For now, well, I guess we continue forward as best we can. I just keep talking to all of you, and don't touch the buttons Blaine has labeled with already preset do not touch. <sighs> oh, Blaine. You know, they're actually a pretty good producer when you really get to it. They're always so organized, so hardworking. Honestly, this show wouldn't run as half as smoothly as it does without them. They're week in and week out. I really appreciate their contributions. It's just, well, I wish they'd trust me a little more. Oh well. I guess that's just how it goes, right? You can only let a person in as much as you're able to. They've been through a lot, and that leaves scars. They're healing, and maybe I just need to be a little more patient. Now then, why don't we- Oh! Hello there? I wasn't expecting any company today. Maybe Blaine scheduled something? I don't know. I can't just ask them. They're not here today. And I guess they forgot to tell me what was going on. <laughs> well, this is typical, but don't worry, everyone. I can make it work. We are live with Sheriff Olivia Hawthorne in the studio, who is probably here to tell us all some sort of interesting thing relating to the thorns around the city. Any words, Sheriff? Oh, that's a little hostile. The Sheriff is currently pointing a gun at me and also waving around a pair of handcuffs. She seems very serious. There's a large, sharpened harpoon strapped to her back and everything. How very intense. Well, it would appear that this is some sort of intervention or misunderstanding or something going on. I'm not quite sure what this is, but I'm sure we can work it out. Can't we, Sheriff? Don't you want to make sure that nobody gets hurt? Can't we just talk? There has to be some sort of agreement we can reach. Right? Stay tuned, everyone. We're going to take you to some ads real quick. Meanwhile, I'm going to sort through whatever confusion is going on here. Don't worry. We'll be back before you realize it. See you soon. It has been a few weeks since my arrival in Reverie. The place is nice enough. Vast lands of ever-shifting sand... 
a dark sky of ever-shifting constellation, and creations that tend to shift forms and location in random and chaotic patterns. It's lovely here in its own way, but chaotic mostly. I've tried to take command, but that's proven to be quite difficult. It doesn't help that the previous Dream Lord left no instructions, nor aid, nor organization before retiring. Perhaps the Great War was too much on him. Perhaps the nightmares of bombs and trenches turned reverie into a scattered mess. Well, it's too late to know now. The old dream is gone, so we'll never really know. Not that it matters. He's gone, and I'm here to do what I can. I've tried to ask the others for help or guidance, but it's been one dead end after another. Everyone has just been various levels of amused or patronizing. Oh, our sweet little dream girl is having problems, is she? They'll say. Well, that's to be expected when such a lovely little thing is handed over the mess of the mortal subconscious. What a pity that such a big task falls on such a little girl. Oh, dream girl, dream girl. They coo and hum at me as if it were in any way helpful. It only manages to make me even more frustrated than before. I know I'm young compared to all of them. I know I'm the third person to become Dream Lord, and that would imply some form of information left behind by my predecessors. But I truly have nothing. Even my instincts have proven to be inadequate for the task in front of me. Reverie is a mess, and I am desperately in need of help. So far, the others have been unwilling to listen, but perhaps things will change soon enough. Nature is holding a ball tomorrow evening. All the family will be gathered. Maybe there I can find a friend to help me to organize this wasteland of dreams and unconscious thoughts. We can only hope, right? Welcome back to the show, everyone. How was your break? Were the ads any good? I certainly hope so. I certainly hope you're all having fun on this lovely summer evening. Sheriff Hawthorne is no longer here. She left shortly after the break began. It was something about creative differences or some vague misunderstanding. Whatever it was, it was very messy. But it would seem that she and Blaine are up to something. What that something is, well, I get the feeling we'll find out soon enough. I mean, worst comes to worst, I'll probably get dragged into the middle of it as some poor, hapless victim at some point. But for now, the sheriff's gone. Whatever plans she has with Blaine are not going anywhere anytime soon, so there's no need to panic. Let's just relax and enjoy the summer air. It's beautiful right now. The sky is vibrant and full of life. 
There's been a lot of talks recently about the vines and flowers growing around the city. Some people don't like them. Some people fear them. But I think they have the wrong idea about it all. The flowers will grow however they will. The vines and their thorns will spread just as much. It's their nature to spread, to crack, to blossom. Expecting anything else is just arrogant. Some people are happy to live their lives behind a mask. Others are even happier to force a mask onto others. They'll push and shove till everything matches their idea of perfection. But in the end, all they'll get is a hollow and lifeless mask. In the end, the mask is going to crack and everything will fall apart. I, for one, think it's better to be honest with ourselves. Express all the sides that are there to see. Both the more practical, clean sides, as well as the messier parts. We're all a bit more wild than you'd expect. Sometimes, it's nice to let that wildness free. I hope you all will embrace the chaos around us. It's honest, it's free, and it's nature in its purest form. There will be more to see, and more to come. So let's embrace everything that comes with it. Even the scariest of times can teach you something. You'll see. Stay tuned for a night that is long and vibrant. It's a good night out there. And I hope you all will enjoy it. Dream Girl City is a production by N.J. Scholes. It was written, produced, and acted by N.J. Scholes. Poems featured today were A Sad Little Poem, The Shadows Within, both written by N.J. Scholes. Have a poem you'd like to hear featured on the podcast? Have a theory? Just want to say hi? Email us at dreamgirlcityradio at gmail.com or check us out on social media. Want to get some cool epic merch? We have a merch store. Check it out and give us suggestions of what you'd like to see next. Thank you so much to our supporters and for everyone who has helped us get this far. We really grow by you guys spreading us through word of mouth. I hope you'll stick with us for what's coming next, because it's about to get interesting. But until that time, just remember, you won't be missed if you see the twist. Hello, 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 hello. My name is NJ Schultz. I write this thing. I voice this thing. This thing is brought to you by me because I made it. Anyway, do you like merch? Do you like Raccoon Boy? Do you want Raccoon Boy stuff or other fun logos and stuff? Well, I have you covered. We are working on rolling out merch. And by working, I mean I kind of did a thing and you all should buy the merch because I think it looks pretty flippin' sweet. There isn't a lot of it, but... I think it would be pretty neato burrito to see people walking around with like a fun raccoon sticker or something. I don't know. It's going to be linked. You should check it out because that would make me happy. Yeah. NJ Schultz out.